Pleased to be joined now with one of my favorite people, terrific artist, live lounge performer from days past here at Country 107, Mr. Don Amaro. Don, thanks for doing this this morning. Ah, pleasure, man. How are you guys doing? You know what? We're doing well. Uh, you know, certain things, the restrictions have lightened up, so the mood has kind of lightened up. Uh, do you have a similar feeling where you are right now? Yeah, you know, it's uh, there's there's a bit of a calm, I think, that comes with that, too, and obviously people wanting to kind of ease into that idea. I mean, at least around here, uh, you know, my family and friends, we're all kind of like, you know, we're, we're, we're tiptoeing towards the, the ease of it all because, you know, at the end of the day, we don't want to drop our guard too much and, and uh, you know, find ourselves in a sticky situation, I guess. Yeah, it seems uh, that's that's kind of the name of the game, just cautious optimism, which is a good name for an album just down the road, throwing that out well, there. Well, I'll make, I'll make a note. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always been the type to always see the light at the end of the tunnel, so even through all this whole thing, I know, you know, as, as has been said, you know, it's not going to be a forever thing, and so it's just a matter of kind of keeping your eyes on the light, I guess, as, as we move forward. And, um, you know, for me, I've been blessed with, you know, great family, great friends, and, and great support to continue to do what I do, even in the midst of a crazy year like we've had. Yeah, and you know, that's that's a great way of putting it. And you've always had this long-term positive kind of view. So, uh, you know, just during the whole pandemic, what's it been like to slow life down and, and get reacquainted with family without worrying about having to leave every couple of months? Yeah, man, honestly, it was it was a real blessing for me. You know, I, I, I've been going real hard in the music industry for, you know, more than 10 years. And so the, the forced reprieve, uh, the forced pause... Uh, was kind of a welcome thing in a way, you know, and again, obviously under the circumstances, I wouldn't have wished it on any of us to have it be the way that it was, but, you know, in, in, in a big way, it was uh, it was good for me to just kind of pause because I, I, I wouldn't have hit pause myself, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, and in some ways, I think, uh, you know, the uh, you, you can look at it as a glass half full or half empty, and I, I kind of took the situation for what it was and thought, you know what, here's an opportunity for me to be home and, and you know, be consistently dad and husband and take on projects at home that maybe I've been putting off. So uh, I guess, yeah, it really afforded me an opportunity to do those things. And I, you know, again, it, it was not something I would ever wish, but uh, but it was, and uh, and I kind of tried to do the best to make the most of it. Yeah, before we get back into the music, let's just stick with your family. I'm just kind of going through your old social media posts, and, you know, <laughs> you just, you love being a dad, eh? Man, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I... Uh, I, I, I realize it's the most important thing in my world, and, uh, you know, if, 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 if the bottom fell under, you know, today, then uh, I know I've got them and they've got me, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I really want them to know that um, they're my priority, you know, and, uh, and you know, all the success that I could have in, in my career in music, you know, it doesn't really mean anything if I can't have a successful relationship with them, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's just so great and so so heartwarming to see, and and for you to be so open on social media is it is that hard for you to do, or is that just something that you enjoy doing, putting your life out there? Well, you know, for me, it's about being real, right? Like, I feel like um, I I want to make sure that people can connect with the real Don Amaro, you know, and and I think part of that is is sharing a bit of my life, and and because my kids are such a big part of my life, I, I share that piece. It is strange, to be honest, uh, at times because. You know, I had a few friends email me last week and say, "Hey, I, I heard about your, you know, your son Oscar. He had he broke his collarbone last week, and and uh, and you know, obviously, I, I share that with friends and family and stuff. And I you do a little post on on Instagram. Well, then radio stations across the country are kind of bringing up, you know, Don Romero is now adding nurse to his, you know, resume because he's you know nursing his son back up. And I had friends texting me saying, "Oh, what happened to Oscar?" And I just thought that was, it, and that was a new thing for me, you know. So that there's a bit of a strangeness to that. At the same time. You know, I think it's it comes it's it's part of the you know when you're in this industry that you know if you're willing to kind of share 
bits and pieces of your life, people are going to know about that. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not too worried about that. I think it's kind of beautiful that people can kind of be, um, you know, mindful of me and my family as, as, as I grow and, and continue to grow in the music world. Uh, talking with Don Amaro, Don, just a, a, another thing on social media. Do you think there's pressure on, on younger artists to, to put themselves out there more and, you know, there, there's kind of more of a demand and, and would you have been as open, you know, when you first started in the music industry? You know, that's that's a good question, man. I, I, I'm thinking a lot about the whole social media world, you know, these days and, and trying to figure out how to navigate my way through it because, I mean, there's, it never ends, right? And and the truth of it is, I, I feel like I've always been a hard-on-my-sleeve kind of guy. Like, um, you know, right from the first songs I was writing was all about my, my true story, you know, and, and kind of trying to do the best to bring that to the forefront. And, um, you know, and my, my hope has always been, you know, the guy that you see on stage is the guy that you're going to, you know, meet off the stage and you know if you were to bump into me anywhere out there that i'm that that guy you see up there is me and you know albeit you know putting my entertainer hat on it's a little bit different than you know, the guy who's going grocery shopping but uh at the same time i think that's always been my my you know modus operandi is to kind of just be who i am and, and so I, I guess in some ways you know when i first started this i think i've always been that guy that just sort of shares the, the real life the everyday you know yeah, let's get into the music because you talk about putting your entertainer hat on. You need to put on that red, uh, that red blazer because my goodness, <laughs> the black and red dawn, that is a uh, that is a look. Yeah, you know, it's, I've been lucky enough to have uh, my friend uh, here in Winnipeg, uh, Ken at Aldo Formal, where he's uh, he's got me looking real sharp for a few different things in the last little while, and he just up for the Junos a couple years ago, and um, and so for my Christmas show the last couple of years, he's got us all looking real sharp so i really appreciate him and, and uh you know so so half of that look is me half of that look is ken <laughs> <laughs> well it's a stark difference between the the promo for a date with don which we'll talk in in a second but the video you posted of you in bed the stark stark difference between the styles you can tell Very when you're left yeah. alone eh yeah oh yeah, yeah. If, I, if i'm left alone to my devices then i uh, yeah things things get weird a date with don a valentine's virtual concert how did this concept come up don and and what can fans expect yeah you know i was just i had a friend of mine email me a couple weeks ago saying hey look everybody's gonna be home anyways nobody's out for a date you know why don't you put on a valentine's show and and i got to thinking like that that's not a bad idea and uh and so i just thought you know why don't we call it a date with don and people can kind of be home and i'll be the the third or fourth wheel or however it's supposed to be and uh, and just kind of a night of you know love songs and and it's just a solo show for the first half and then uh, I'm inviting my friends Noah Dirksen and uh, Rihanna Ray Sage uh, to join me for the uh, the second half of the bit of a stories and song circle time with them and uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic night of music and stories and, and laughs as always and um, yeah and it's presented by uh, the top of the country Sirius XM competition I'm in as well so it's a uh, it's a lot of people coming together to make this thing a real real good night for people to to stay in and have a date night. And uh, how can people get tickets and learn more about A Date with Don? Yeah, best way to do that is if you go to donamero.ca. Uh, there's a ticket link there under the, the tour banner, um, and you can find your ticket there. And uh, it's 20 bucks, it's in, and it's again, it'll be brought into your home. Um, and it's going to be a beautiful visually shot, uh, beautiful sound. I got great great visual and, and uh, audio techs coming in to help us out. So we can, uh, we can promise you it's going to be a, a really wonderful show for, for staying home. Are you going to be in the black and red? 
You know, I'll be I'll be in something special. I don't know if it'll be that exact one, but but I do have a, an idea in mind, and I'm, I'm going to go down and see my buddy Ken again, and hopefully he can help me out. Oh, I can't wait! Uh, we got a couple more <laughs> minutes with you here. Uh, let's get into some of the some of the music side of things. Have you been working on new music? Like, have you taken some time to to even hunker down even more when it comes to to doing the music? Yeah, you know, it's been interesting. So we uh, the the so with the label last year, MDM Recordings, we put out uh, an EP called The Next Chapter. Um, the funny thing is, is you know, leading up to the release, we had already put out four of the, the seven songs on there. And so we were like, okay, EP's out. Uh, let's move on to the next thing. So so we've already got, uh, we're getting ready to release a new single, brand new thing that, that's not off the EP. Uh, and that's coming out in about a month or so, maybe a little more than a month. It's called uh, You Can't Always Be 21. Uh, it is it is a incredible song that I cannot wait to share with everybody because I think it's it speaks so much to the you know where I'm at now in life and and hopefully that uh, a lot of people will will resonate with them about so yeah I call it a song about the second coming of age um, and uh, I think that a lot has to do with that because I turned forty this past year and um, really resonated with me and I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people out there. Wow, I can't believe you're forty. You don't look forty. I mean, you got the the youthful energy of a, of a. I'm thirty two, and you. I feel like you're more youthful than I am. For goodness' sake, Don. Well, and part of that's kids, but but part of it's uh, I, I I wear a lot of. No, I don't. I don't wear any makeup. But, Ken but doesn't I, help uh, you with the makeup. He just does the clothes. Just the clothes. Yeah, yeah. The makeup's all all me. Yeah. Uh, what's it like putting uh, new music together during a pandemic? It, I mean, it, it's got to just be so different than what you're used to. It's it's quite different, uh, but you know I think technology has allowed us to do things you know in a different way now, and in some ways it's kind of like making me think maybe I can do it a lot easier in the future too. I mean nothing beats being in a studio and the creative energy that those places offer, but you know kind of doing recording my parts in smaller spaces and then sending it off to the producer to kind of mix on his end. I mean that's it's it's cool, but there's there's absolutely a different energy going in the studio. So I mean it's nice to be able to do it this way, but uh, but I can't wait to kind of get back and and doing the real studio vibe, you know, in the near future. I really wonder how this is going to change music long-term, like you said, because do you feel like you're you're more hands-on with your own parts than maybe you would be if you were in a studio? Um, not necessarily, no. I mean, I, I, for the last, you know, good number of years anyways, I've, I've depended on the gifts of other great players, like, you know, guitar players, drummers, bass players. So I, I still lean on them because, I mean, they're doing stuff that, you know, I can only dream of doing. So that's all still being done. But in ter- and, and, you know, having great producers like Murray Pulver and Danik Dupel and, uh, you know, Aaron Cheddarvetti and Chris Bergaffney, there's so many great producers I work with. I just, I, you know, I, I let them do the driving when it comes to that stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, again, man, I'm just so blessed to have such a great group of people around me, you know, helping me move this thing forward. I, I sometimes feel like the captain of the ship, but, uh, I'm more like a Michael Scott captain than a, uh, you know, a captain captain. So <laughs> I love an office reference, Don. Thank you for crowbarring that one in. That is great. Uh, before we let you go, talk about the new, the, the latest single you have with, uh, Rihanna. I hate that song. Uh, we are going to play it here in just a few moments on country 107. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I'm really proud of that one. I, I wrote that one a couple years ago, uh, all, all by myself. I was up late one night listening to some Jessica Mitchell tunes, and Jessica Mitchell is one of those kind of artists that's just like, you know, hits you right in the heart and makes you cry, you know, at the first couple of notes. She's got this beautiful, soulful voice. And uh, and I remember listening to one of her tunes, and I just, I, I as soon as it was done, because of all the emotions it brought out of me, I said, oh, I hate that song. Not really hating it. You know, I loved it, but it was sort of like, what that song stirred up in me. And then I was like, hey, wait a second, that lyric, I hate that song. Nobody's, 
nobody sang a song like that yet. So I got to writing it, and uh, and you know I thought heavily about um, you know my sister-in-law who uh, had to say goodbye to her husband last year. He passed away at 41, and um, yeah, and so that song really means a lot to me when I think of you know the connection to family and people who who I love and have lost in my life too. So uh, it really yeah is one of those heavy hitting songs. Yeah, and you know what? We're just so happy that we can play it on 107. We're looking forward to uh, next month when you got uh, some brand new music coming out again. And of course, a date with Don on Valentine's Day. Don Amaro, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. And I hope that we can talk again closer to uh, that latest single coming out in about a month. You bet, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Thanks a lot.